Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. What kind of news do we have today? Oh, not much today. Um, But we will start off with some Skyliner updates. You know I love the Skyliner. Oh yeah, the Caribbean Beach Resort Skyliner Station. Uh, Construction walls have come down. Uh, things look ready to go, and that's pretty big because the Caribbean Beach Resort is the central point for all of the Skyliner lines. Um, you will be able to leave from there and go to uh, the Pop slash Art of Animation stop, um, Hollywood Studios, and uh, Epcot. Uh, so this is, like I said, this is the center point of all the lines, and this is where they're storing all of the gondolas when they're not in use. Uh, so it's it's pretty big. The you know we're about a month away from the debut of the system. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm wondering. I mean, it's a pretty big station. I'm guessing they're going to have bathrooms in there too. I mean, if they have them at Pop Century, you'd think they one, have them at one those. One would assume. Which I don't know. I didn't. It's bigger than I expected. This whole. I mean, we haven't seen any of this in person. Right. Now that the walls are down and you can see it, um, it really is quite large. I think the funny thing about this is that. The gondola station gets its own bus stop on the internal bus loop. Right. So, uh, you know, Caribbean Beach is one of those resorts that's big enough uh, that it has an internal bus loop. And, uh, you know, at what point is it going to be faster to take the actual bus that goes to Epcot than to take the internal bus to get to the gondola to take the gondola to Epcot? Faster, perhaps, but not as much fun. And if you're trying to go over to, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, Italy for dinner, it's going to be a little faster to take the gondola because you're going to start out by the World Showcase. Okay. Point hmm. point well taken. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything new going on with Halloween at uh, Disney World? Well, Halloween is everywhere. I know. It's ridiculous, As we're right? aware. Because, you know, it's still late August, which means Halloween is in full bloom. And we've been mentioning that you know, Halloween merchandise and parades and whatnot have all started. But uh, it looks like now at the confectionery, they've started now with a lot of the Halloween treats. Uh, so they've got some Mickey Rice Krispie treats. Ooh, I like this. It looks like a caramel apple dipped in dark chocolate with candy corn on it. Right. I love all the caramel apples that they do there. Uh, you Candy corns. Yeah, you lost my I mean, candy corns. Yeah, candy corns not my favorite, but um, they're cute. Yeah, and they've got some Jack Skellington cake pops and some uh, marshmallows coated in sugar. Uh, Those are cute. Those are like... Pumpkin they Pumpkin like, mouse ears, I guess. Yeah, and then the mummy um, Mickey Mouse. It looks like a little sponge sugar to make a, a, a bandage. Uh, chocolate apples with gummy worms and dirt. Yeah, no, Which looks cute. like fun. Uh, and of course, more merchandise at the Emporium. Oodles and oodles of Halloween. There's still uh, what is that more fiftieth anniversary stuff for the haunted mansion? Some yep. phone covers. Um, they had a T-shirt you liked, right? Like an orange they did. vintage Very looking vintage T-shirt. Looking t-shirt. I like the vintage looking T-shirts. I wish the prices were vintage. Yeah, all right. Well, it's not that bad though. I mean, twenty five bucks. That's um that's somewhere average. in the realm of reasonable for a souvenir. Right. Um, construction. How's construction coming along at the? Well, still Magic waiting. Kingdom. Still waiting in Tomorrowland for their sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, we're also over at Liberty Square. Lots of oh yeah, that market area where they like ripped out the trees, and we still don't know what they're doing, huh? Nope, still a bunch of walls. They didn't announce anything during D twenty three. So uh, time will tell. All right. Some new uh, Alex and Ani bracelets, Princess and the Frog. Those are double sided. I had liked. Um, 
the this style because it has a lot of color in it, so they kind of catch your eye. So those are pretty um, available at the Alex and Ani locations that are in the parks. Um, and then my favorite story today is the temporary pop-up pool bar um, open now at the All-Star um, Sports? All-Star Movies. Movies Resort. So I guess that's at like the, at the smaller pools? Fantasia or Mighty Ducks Pool. Yeah, so the Fantasia is their main pool, right? The Mighty yeah. Ducks one's one of the small one. I'm like, why? Like, is there other bar closed? I don't think so. But I'm loving the whole opportunity for drinks, especially by one of the quiet pools. They should always have little, like, roll-around carts that they're right. going to bring me a margarita by yeah. the quiet pool. And they're selling uh, prepackaged alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages from 12 to 5 daily. Oh, all right. So they're prepackaged. So yeah. I can't get a margarita. Nothing fancy. But, you know, when you're desperate, you'll take what you can get. Yeah, and you know, the the other day we announced uh, the whole Target deal with Disney, and we said that there was a Target coming to Disney Springs. Well, we must retract that, um, as Adam likes us to point out, mm-hmm. whenever we have a retraction, an omission, an omission or an error, and uh, we, we were incorrect. It appears as though the Target is going into Flamingo Crossings, uh, and the interesting thing about that is that some permits were filed at Flamingo Crossings for not only a Target, but a Walgreens and a Speedway gas station as well. All right. Well, where is this? It's on the western edge of the property, uh, kind of over by uh, Animal Kingdom. All right. And uh, there's going to be a, a handful of hotels. They're not going to be Disney hotels, but they are getting a uh, Town Place Street, Swing, Spring Hill Street, uh, Spring wow. Hill <laughs> Suites, Hampton Inn and Suites, and a Homewood Suites. So um, there's going to be a lot going on there. Yeah, they'll probably do very well um, if it's being put together in conjunction with Disney. Right. I don't know. Maybe Disney has no hand in it. I don't know. It doesn't say anywhere that it has any hand in it. But it'll be nice and new. um, So sort of an up-and-coming area, which will be nice. Not as nice as a Target at Disney Springs. Yeah. That would have been a whole like game changer, but oh well. Uh, how's things going at Epcot? Um, it, they're going. And they didn't close anything new, right? They're just working on that fountain area. Yeah, they the just front. put walls up around the Epcot entrance fountain, uh, fountain with chunks of rock being removed. And uh, so that's the fountain that was there previously. That's not newly built. Correct. So that's what I said. There was a. Oh I yeah, it's the, the other it's day. A there's small a fountain. fountain. Yeah, there's a fountain in front, and they're replacing it with. A fountain more similar to the one that had been there originally. Correct. Okay. Correct. And the Leave a Legacy, it looks like the... Oh, the, they're the gone. Leave, Leave a Legacy is gone. So nice. Yeah. Uh, bare concrete on the ground uh, with some dirt holes there. Mm-hmm. So that area should be paved over. So are you as excited about this whole reimagining of Epcot as I am? <sighs> I don't know. Um, you know, I really liked Interventions when Interventions was relevant. But as stuff started closing, it lost its focus. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of why I think I'm so excited about this is that, like, we're talking about three new sections. I mean, they're not there. Some of them are it's using some of what's already there. Um, but it's all going to be, you know, rethemed, some new attractions in each thing. And I think it's going to be for the first time ever at Epcot, you're going to not have whole sections closed. Right. It's going to be everything being used, everything you know, revitalized. I, I think, you know, when the most exciting part of that 
park, you know, where Interventions was, uh, when when the most exciting part becomes the fiber optics in the walkway, right? <laughs> you, you you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm glad to see the reimagining. I don't know if I buy this whole three neighborhood concept. Uh, you know, looking at the the concept art, the the world celebration neighborhood uh, in the center to me just looks like a big Mickey bar. Oh yeah, I guess it is shaped that way. I mean, that's probably the least obvious um, section because you're, you know, I feel like the world nature section already was sort of themed for your natural things. You had the living seas and right. the living with the and was it living the land. With just the land. Right. So I mean, those are both themed toward and nature. imagination. Like, are they going to re- is imagination part of nature? Like, how are they are they going to retheme that? Pavilion? So yeah, I mean, that's that. It's not like that ride does well. I mean, what else is in there? It's just the figment ride, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing really that's in there, so I doesn't speak too well for what's oh, going to happen to Pixar, Figment. It's the Pixar cartoon showcase. Yeah. Um, there's not much going on there, so I would say if this works out, that that's going to mean some changes for Figment that he may be going away. Maybe put something else in that area, but that would Oh, be... you can't do that. Do you know how many people will sign the petition to keep him there? Yeah, well... Those same people who signed a petition to keep the Adventurers Club and that went nowhere. <laughs> that didn't work. I mean, I, I think World Discovery, you know, with the addition of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind coaster, um, is going to be huge. I, I, I don't think, I don't know how much impact the Play Pavilion will have. Yeah. Well, I think, unfortunately, I think that may be something that it'll be when things first open up in this whole revitalization, it's going to be, you know, It'll be open and it'll be nice. And then right. five years down the road, it'll probably be closed up. Right. And no one will go there anymore. Right. And I don't even think that the, the Space 220 restaurant is going to be major. Yeah. You don't think that'll be a hit? No. Huh? I'm just, I'm kind of tired of everything having 4K displays. Yeah. I mean, my, you're tired of it. You haven't, there haven't been any yet. It's... Oh, yes. The, 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 the uh, Navi River Journey, all the 4K displays in there. Boat ride with the four displays and one animatronic. You're tired of this already. Well, you know, Universal's doing it too. Yeah. Everybody's using 4K displays now as their big ride. I think piece. that's probably why the thing that I'm the most excited about is the Mary Poppins mm-hmm. um, attraction. Well, what if you find out that it's a 4K display of Mary Poppins? It won't be. And I love that it's, you know, it's an older, um, I guess it is an IP, but it's a much older one. It's, you know, a classic that, you know, probably should have had something a long time ago for it. uh, And they're bringing it in now. So that's... What if they go with just a very simple dark ride, you know, much like Peter Pan, where you're in an umbrella and you're floating over London and you see scenes from the movie? I don't care what they do. They can do nothing wrong for me, even if it's just a walkthrough. The attraction itself isn't what I'm excited about. It's the whole, you know, cherry... Cherry Lane? Mm Mm-hmm. Cherry Uh, Tree Lane. Cherry Tree Lane that... You know, just the theming of it is going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited about. It doesn't matter so much to me what the end attraction actually is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the as we all know, the big attraction that I'm looking for uh, in Galaxy's Edge, which isn't opened yet in Walt Disney World, uh, is Rise of the Resistance. And that's going to open on December 5th in Florida and January 17th in Disneyland. Uh, well, Disney hosted a media preview to give um, some insight into the attraction. Uh, looks like there's going to be one scene that has an army of like 50 or so stormtroopers uh, greeting you and, and the pr- your prisoners from the uh, resistance. All right. uh, you go to a transport ship, you meet General Leia, uh, you get onto a First Order Star Destroyer because you're captured, Kylo Ren is involved, um, 
there's supposed to be a drop, okay. much like Tower of Terror, when you get into an escape pod. Do to we know leave. what these like ride vehicles are are like? There have been a couple of uh, uh, artists' renderings put out, um, but this is going to be the first ride where you actually change vehicles. Like I have to get out and you like have to get step out into and something step else? into a new vehicle. Yeah, this is like three or four ride systems in one. Well, we'll see. I can't quite imagine what that's going to be like, but... Yeah, it should be fun. We'll have to see. There should be some more news. Uh, should be more news tomorrow about the... Uh, about that about ride? The, the, no, about the press uh, media preview that goes on today. For what? Galaxy's Edge? For Rise of the Resistance. Oh, when is that opening? Were you listening about a minute and a half ago when no. I said December 5th in Florida and December January 5th. 17th in California? And they're doing a media preview already? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Well, that'll be, yeah, that'll be huge when they can, so we won't have to imagine what the ride vehicles look like very soon. Right. We'll and know I, all the things. And I can't wait uh, to ride it. I'm also excited. Uh, apparently there is a Coke cart in uh, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. Why is this cool? Uh, because it's Coke themed. And it's got a droid, and I can't wait to get there because the Coke bottles are all written in uh, Arabush. Uh, uh, I like the Sprite bottle. Yeah, they do. Oh, they look like cute. they look like little thermal detonators, and I like the fact that they didn't bother changing the water bottle. They uh, what, stuck a sticker on it? Or yeah, something? but the Coke bottles look pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm forward. I look forward to going to uh, Black Spire Outpost and drinking a carbonated beverage. Oh, hot news! Yes. Did you see that there's a new roof on the Odyssey oh, yes. building? Uh, some this is of how you, slow news is. Some of you may or may not know, but Cheryl works for an engineering firm, an architectural and structural engineering firm, and they deal a lot with roofing. Yeah. So uh, the new, the new, the good news today is that the Odyssey has received an all black roof. I don't know why we care that it's an all black roof, but whatever they got it's a new an roof, all black roof with white walls. It does look they repainted and they it did. looks it looks nice. It looks very fresh. Yes, and it needs to be fresh because that's going to be. The new central point uh, for the Walt Disney Imagineering presents the Epcot Experience attraction. Oh, right. That where you can go in and sort of see what they have planned for yes. Epcot. So, you know, a preview center mm-hmm. like they've done before for right. other rides, attractions, and lands. Nice. Um, yeah. It'd be better than just, uh, you know, that's... in Over the years, that's been used for like, uh, you know, one-time dining venues. Uh, I think at one point the baby center was in there. Really? Um, we did what a mother was that a Mother's Day Mother's brunch? Mother's Day there? brunch in there. Yeah. So it, it's you know, and it's had some use during some of the festivals, but it uh it's gone empty for far too long. So it's kinda nice that there'll be some foot traffic in there. I'm sure they're gonna update the insides with a fresh coat of paint and whatnot. Do we know where the Starbucks is moving? We don't. Because I really I need to know that. That uh, And that's I what want Club and I want Club Cool to move. I don't want it to just be gone. Will you be upset if the only place you can get Beverly is a part of is as part of a Coke flight at the World of Coke store in Disney Springs? Not really. I mean, I don't care so much about the Beverly, but I just like you know free soda. Okay. And the kids like it. It was always a fun favorite place to stop. Do you have a favorite soda in Disney World or just in general? In Club Cool. Oh, I don't know. I like the strawberry one. Okay. I like the melon. The melon soda. I don't like melon so much. Well, uh, as you guys can tell, we were kind of scrambling for news stories because there wasn't much out. But uh, one thing we figured we could talk about just for a couple minutes is, you know, hit some of the items from D23. Uh, So today we were going to talk a little bit about uh, The Jungle Cruise, which is a movie being released on July 24th of 2020. 
uh, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Jungle Skipper Frank Wolf and Emily Blunt, who we know from uh, Mary Poppins Returns, as Dr. Lily Houghton. Are you excited for this? I wouldn't be, but I mean, they've got some some good um, actors, so maybe. I mean, it could be great. It could be terrible. I also heard that Paul Giamatti and Jack Whitehall are in this. Who's I know? Who, I, I looked up who um, who Whitehall is. You know Paul Giamatti. He's uh, he's an excellent actor. Thank you. That clears it up. Um, he was now in I that, know. that sideways movie, the one about the wine. Um, I you don't know that. who he is. Okay. Well, if you say he's good, he must yeah, be. Yeah, he's very good. He's a, I think he's an Academy Award uh, nominee. All right. If not winner. So the movie's based on the Disneyland ride. Um, the Rock plays a boat skipper named Frank, who takes uh, Emily Blunt's character Lily and her brother. Um, McGregor, who is played by Jack Whitehall, who is a British stand-up comedian. Um, I guess he has been in Good Omens, a series on Amazon Prime. So they go on um, a mission to find a tree that has magical healing powers. Uh, On the journey, they fight wild animals and compete against a rival German expedition. Um, And Disney says there is a supernatural element. Yeah, I, I guess they released uh, a sizzle reel for each character at D23. Uh, kind of like a highlight reel, little uh, sizzle reel, you know, it's, oh, it's, kind, of like, it's kind of hot. Oh, gotcha. Um, and, and one highlighted Frank's character and the other one highlighted uh, uh, the Dr. Lily Houghton character. And uh, both of them had a scene with a man made of snakes. Oh. So uh, there are some mystical elements to this. Um, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping that they don't, you know, I don't know if I want this movie to do well, because if it does well, you know, they're going to try to somehow incorporate something from the movie into the Jungle Cruise ride. Much like we ended up with Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean, which was perfectly fine before the movie. It was a movie inspired by the ride that lent itself to new scenes in the ride itself. Right. So, you know, in, in two or three years, are we going to find an animatronic you know, Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, at the end of the cruise, well, you know, bidding us goodbye or welcoming us or somewhere in the, uh, in the attraction. Maybe there won't be any, uh, cruise skippers anymore. They're just going to have an animatronic. animatronic Frank Wolf on mm-hmm. each boat. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, reading the description, it seems like it'll be good. Like I said, they have, they have some good actors. So, um, yeah, you know, you something know, with, to look forward to. With the exception of the Haunted Mansion. Uh, yeah, we went through all of the yeah. ones that have tanked. And yeah. they, some of them really have. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like... It seems like they've put a little bit more thought into the storyline for this one. I mean, so. if The Rock can help the Fast and the Furious survive, which I've never seen any one of those movies. Um, I'm neither Fast nor Furious. You know, if, if he can star in one of those and it makes a ton of money, it's uh, a testament to his star power. Yeah. Uh, a movie that I'm um, definitely excited about that we know is going to be good, um, Frozen 2. So we've seen some of the trailers for that, um, but some more details were released at D23. They were. Both of the movie's directors, Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck, were on hand, who introduced a little bit about the film and two new voice actors. Yeah. Um, and well, one, it seems sort of funny because the first one um, plays Queen Aduna who is uh, Anna and Elsa's mother. But 
I don't didn't think she was a new character. I mean, we saw her in the first one, so how is she a new character? We did. Well, she was actually, she had so little dialogue that she was actually voiced by director Jennifer Lee in the first film. Which is funny. Yeah, we had to look that up. Um, this time, who do we have playing her? She is... Uh, uh, Evan Rachel Wood? Yep. From Westworld. I don't know that show, but that's who's going to be voicing her. Um, and then Sterling K. Brown is going to voice uh, Lieutenant Mattia, Matthias. Who leads a group of soldiers who have been trapped in an enchanted forest for more than 30 years. Right, and I think we got a little glimpse of that enchanted forest in the first trailer. I'm excited for new characters simply because every character they've done so far in Frozen has been hysterical or, well, both hysterical and just they have a lot of depth. They're good characters. Right. So I'm looking forward to meeting um, two new ones. Well, yeah. even though the queen isn't really new. And, uh, you know, they're, they're saying that Frozen 2 and Frozen combined for one complete story. Uh, because the second movie is going to look at why does she have the powers? Where are her parents going? Uh, you know, I guess it's a journey of discovery. Right. So, uh, yeah, that ought to be fun. And that opens when? Uh, I have no idea. That opens in November. It does? But we don't have a date. Oh. Where does it say that? Uh, I made that up. <laughs> you can't just make stuff up. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. This is our podcast. <laughs> so after stopping to look it up, Tony is correct. It is November. November what? November 22nd, 2019. Just in time for Thanksgiving and the holiday season. Oh, I will be in line for that. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to do something about those those prices. And we're going to see different ticket discounts um, coming around. I think that's really where we're going to see them. Because I think that's what people don't like to pay. Uh, you know, whether it's um, it just, you know, they, they offered now in um, Disney World that after... After 4 p.m.? I'm sorry, afternoon, afternoon yeah. ticket. You know, just different ways to maybe not pay quite so much for your ticket. Um, and tickets that it will still work for you. Because, yeah, the ticket prices are out of control. There. So what else do you have with entertainment? Is that it? That was it. That's all for the cuts and the adding yeah, and all that stuff? that's it. Okay. Um, over in Epcot, we had talked a little bit um, previously, giving you updates on the Rosewalk area um, that links Future World to the World Showcase over t- toward the um, Canada side. Um, that has finally been um, opened, but it's not much of a Rosewalk. They took the roses out? There's no roses. Hmm. It's so sad. So they like took that whole thing out and put sod in the area where it was and moved the whole walkway over a bit. Um, it's at least twice as wide. But it has like food booths set up along one whole side of it. And the other side is just sort of, you know, um, like sodded green grass. I don't know if they're planning to put the roses back in. I hope they are. You know what that is? What? It's called Progress. It makes me sad. It does. I'm, you know, I'm glad that there's more space because it was always a little awkward trying to like, there was only room for like two people going in each direction. And if you had someone like a family with a stroller or something in front of you, you couldn't get around, you know, they're stopping to check their shoes and look at their phone and whatever and you couldn't get past. So I'm very happy that it's wider, but I hope they put the roses And you know, you know, just to, just to make it hurt, they will keep the name Rose Walk. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I've seen it now referred to as um, the Western Walkway. Oh. Yeah. 
Because right. I guess it's on the western side. Um, so, I don't know. That's a bummer. All right. So one thing I find interesting is whenever there's a new resort that goes up or a new land or a new park, you know, the Imagineering aspects and what goes into building it and, you know, that type of stuff. So if you're into that, um, you may or may not know that there is a new Disney Vacation Club property that will be opening on December 16th of this year, and that is Disney's Riviera Resort. Um, It uh, is in some old... uh, well, they knocked down some of the Caribbean beach to, to put this property up. So it's, uh, you know, on the old Caribbean beach property. And if you go to the artofriviera.com website, you can watch a special, uh, which is called The Art of Inspiration, which will give you a first look at this resort. And once you've finished watching the special, you have an opportunity to register to win a Disney vacation uh, five-night stay at the Riviera Resort. So that's that's pretty exciting. Woo! Yeah. We registering for that? What I'll the be heck, watching, right? right? I know. I really want to stay there. It looks like it's going to be a great place to stay. So, although as we learned from winning our cruise, they screw you with the taxes. Oh yeah, you have to pay taxes on the full value. Right, and they yeah. don't give you like the cheap value. No, like they give you like nine hundred dollar airfare, overinflated value. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, one last piece of news here. Um, you're talking about how they put so much thought into building these parks and uh, and resorts. Um, something that they maybe didn't give quite enough thought to was over um, in Toy Story Land, the amount of shade that was required. So they seem to be addressing some concerns over there. Um, over at Slinky Dog Dash, they put in a canopy that covers part of the um, waiting area. So right. I'm sure people are happy to have that. All right. I think that's about it. All right. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast.